Well, I hope your holiday hangover is completely done because we are here for another exciting episode of the JC and Bill Sportscast. We hope you had a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Kwanzaa, and a Happy Hanukkah. So we're here, JC and I are this week, for, well, the last time this year, actually, now that I'm thinking about it. It will be. 2020 is coming to an end. Thank goodness. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had that Christmas star that everybody's talked about and took pictures of, and maybe it's the turning of the corner. Who knows? Uh, this week, we are going to... Boy, we got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the NFL playoff picture. We're going to talk about the World Junior Championship and how it affects one NHL team. Uh, plus, we're going to talk about a trade that happened this week in baseball, which kind of affects my team, and yes. a whole lot more. Um, and before we go, I would like to also say uh, Merry Christmas to Bill, oh, and thank you. thank you for all your hard work that you do for this podcast, and once again, I'll be paying for your fantasy football entry <laughs> thank you. in my league. Thank you. That's that's my Christmas gift to you. You oh. do such a tremendous job. So. Oh, thank you. That's so kind of you. I know. <laughs> I, I I I feel bad. I gotta get. I'm, I gotta get something for you. I'll you know. I'll have to do it while you know. While I'm in my house next week, I'll have to look up something for you. So, um, let's talk about real quick the bet. Yes. Because it ended up being an exciting football game. Last week. I thought it was over at halftime. I'll be honest. I was happy. I was sitting there. I was had my feet kicked up. Well, yeah, I think this one's over. <laughs> and then something happened. I think I even texted you and said, I think Haskins is done. <laughs> and then, uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, and then we almost pulled it out. Yeah. And I mean, almost pulled it out. But So what did you think of that hit, that defensive player, that right hit? Was that a penalty? Ah, uh, yes. I think it Into was. the point where football's kind of getting soft, I think. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's he didn't hit, he didn't leave his helmet, he didn't hit him in the head. You know, I mean, you're a receiver, you're catching the ball, you eventually got to realize that you're going to get whacked. Yeah. And as far as I'm concerned, you come up the middle like that. It's all in the quarterback. The quarterback's the one leading you to that guy. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we want to be safe and stuff. I was, you know, I was, I was just like, ugh, that's yeah. a penalty? I mean, that was third and something. I think third and eight or whatever. Yeah, because I would have forced it to be fourth and something on that, so. Yeah. So, um, a bet is a bet. And I do accept this defeat graciously. I actually don't mind it. There are like some people I will not bet against because I know I'm going yep. to lose. Michael Lamontia, I hope you're listening to this. Um, <laughs> I, I took a little bit of water just a moment ago before we started, so <clears throat> this is for all you Seahawks fans out there. I hope you enjoy this. Squawk! You gotta, you gotta hey. let it come from the plumes. You gotta go. <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> oh god! Squawk! <laughs> it gets loud at the Bezer Hawk household here. Now my parents are wondering what the hell is Bill doing now. <laughs> oh boy! Well, I don't know what noise a football team makes, so. Uh, we don't make much, so. <laughs> Speaking of which, I mean, I know we were talking about how you were happy that your team got rid of a few of the bad apples, and you guys are kind of doing your thing, and then on Sunday, oh. after a loss, oh my God. Haskins goes out, and par- he doesn't quite party the way Harden parties. No, but it's still bad. <laughs> But, I mean, could you imagine parting after a win? So, Dwayne Haskins being a moron, and that's putting it very nicely, went out to a strip club after the game without his mask. And it's like, what are you doing? Are you, are you kidding me? Are you this dumb? Well, he he has apologized on Twitter, although I don't really of think I, of course I don't really think that's enough. I think it should be a public apology. Yep. Find forty thousand dollars by the team, and has been stripped of his captaincy because he was one of the offensive captains. I can't believe he was a captain. <laughs> but then again, I guess his kid and Snyder's kid went to high school together. Right. So it starts to make sense now of everything that's going on. And I think he's done at the end of the year. Yeah, I, I really, they're I either going to trade him or they're going to cut him. One of the two. Because yep. the, the, the environment has changed so much within this organization since Rivera got there. Oh, he changed that thing. He went from, it went from being a despicable organization with all the accusations, allegedly all the stuff that's happening, Mm -hmm. and it went 180. It did. That that ship is pointed in the right direction. And, And then during this same week, a story came out that Dan Snyder paid someone over a million dollars back in 2009 for uh, sexual harassment. Yes. So, I mean, how much longer is the NFL going to put up with him being the owner? See, and, and that's funny you ask that because we were talking about that, me and my family at the, at the table last night, having our Christmas ham, and... My brother-in-law, who knows a little bit, but he's not really into sports, it's like we were trying to explain that the NFL can take away the ownership of the team from Dan Snyder. They absolutely can. And the perfect example is the NBA with Donald Sterling. And... I remember that very well because the day that they had the press conference of what they were going to do with Donald Sterling, I was going to watch it at work 
Like, the kids were gone. I was going to watch it. And my sister, who was a substitute teacher, comes to my room and she's like, Bill, we got to go. And I'm like, oh, okay. Her water broke at work. So so I never got to see the press conference. That's a good reason for you to not watch the press conference. Oh, uh, yeah. So I, uh, I, thank, <laughs> I thank my six-and-a-half-year-old nephew for having me not watch that press conference. So... <laughs> Although he wouldn't, that was, he wouldn't get it. Well, not at six, so. Yeah. You know, and I mean, good on the NBA for doing that. It was a disgusting event that that portrayed mm-hmm. and followed them. I mean, you look at you look at some of the owners previously that were caught in some of that that crap. Mark Shaw is one. Oh, that's the other one, Mark Shaw. That's. I mean, hers, I think, is the worst. Of yeah, I I think Republican said it. Yeah, because obviously what Donald Sterling did was unacceptable. Yeah, it was, and what Dan Snyder did, done, however you want to call it, is unacceptable. But Marge, oh my God, it's on a whole other. Oh. I mean, when she died, there was a special place in hell for her. So, yeah, and they got rid of all the names of her. She did. It's like she didn't even own the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah, I think even her college took her name down. Yeah, yeah, you know. And I mean, with Dan Snyder, I mean, I work in the old patch. There's a lot of hardworking women that work in the old patch, and they're all treated the same. We all get paid the same, depending on your qualifications. Not what who you are or who you know. Mm-hmm. Do you have this ticket? Do you have that ticket? This is what you're going to get paid for this ticket. Yeah. That's what you're going to get paid for that ticket. And there is no discrepancy about it. I I would like to say the same thing in my field of education, but you know I I can't because there are probably some female teachers, like lead teachers, that probably don't get paid as much as the male teachers. So, but. Uh, but me being, you know, an aide, I am more than fine at where I'm at. I'm not going to complain at all. So, yeah. but it'll be, it will be interesting to see if the NFL does any, because this is actually, and one of the, one of the talking shows mentioned this, and this is actually true. That thing with Snyder is the first time that Snyder has been accused of anything. All the others, all the other stuff, Snyder was never accused of. It was somebody else. It no. just happened to be under Snyder's reign. So I mean, you have a ton of money. You could probably get any woman you want, and you have to to get to that low point of it. Like you know, like enough, enough. The NFL has to do something. Yeah, I mean. I think, I think what is it, the, the female following the NFL has got to be over at least in the 30% mm-hmm. projectile. Yeah. Right? There's a lot of smart women that know their football. There are. You know, and I mean, it's the NFL has to do something. Remember a few years ago when Frank Clark got dropped by the Seahawks and he was a second rounder and he had some domestic issues? Mm. And he went out on there and he did a bunch of extra work for the community because there's a lot of Seahawks fans, female fans that were not happy with it. Yeah. 
And by the time he left, he said, you know, he he actually went the extra steps, did his thing, helped out people. But that's not he's just he's got to go. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, if I could start a GoFundMe campaign to get three plus billion dollars to buy the Washington football team, I would. Of course, I'm also trying to buy MGM, which is worth five and a half billion dollars right now. So you know, but but between these two, I'm a I'm a I'll be a I'll be a silent part partner. I'll give you twenty bucks Canadian. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and and also, I guess we should before we carry on sports. I guess a shout out to your brother. There was a post there that he did something honorable. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Um. For well, I'll I'll say it because um, you know police officers haven't really gotten uh, much of a good name, which I I understand, you know, because um, of a lot of the things they did this year. But um, my brother, who is a cop, he helped a situation out. Uh, someone was threatening to hurt himself, and he managed to talk him out of it, and the guy didn't hurt himself or anybody else and it was really really cool to you know to read that the other day so just remember folks there are good police officers out there in the world you just have to go out and find them yeah and i and i mean speaking of which obviously you probably heard the story up in canada where a couple of police officers arrested uh there's one people playing hockey which you're allowed to go play hockey. Mm-hmm. You can't have that many people on a rink. And they taser or arrest the guy. I don't think they taser him, maybe. And they arrested a 21-year-old. Mm-hmm. But at the same part, don't be lippy to them. They tell you get off, get off the ice. If they ask for your name, give them your name. And so now it's a big deal up here. Like, oh, we can't play hockey. No, the cops don't care. Mm-hmm. Just if they ask you what your name is, you tell them what your name is. Get off the ice. Yeah. Right? Unfortunately, right now, this is the world we live in. And there's nothing we can do about it. You know, things are going to get better. But for now, we all follow what it is. And yeah. if everyone thinks that we're sheep because we follow it, well, then whatever. Right? I wear a mask. Oh, yeah. I, I do wear a mask. Yeah. I went to get beer today. And I forgot my mask at home. And the lady's like, well, you need a mask in the store. And I was in the doorway. I said, do you guys have an extra mask? And she gave me a mask. You know, no, I wasn't complaining or getting mad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just everyone's having a tough time dealing with it. I mean, you know, so just do what you need to do, but follow what it is and it'll be over. Yeah. And that's, that's that. There you go. Arresting people for hockey. <laughs> yeah. That's... But he deserved it. I don't care where they Right. <laughs> you know. Um... We down. Oh, Tampa Bay scored again? Nope, Detroit scored. Oh my god, they actually scored. All right. <laughs> They're on the board. Yay. Um There's a flag. Oh. See, I'm not even watching the game. Like I I told JC off air that I turned the T like my dad and I we gave up when it was 27 nothing Tampa, so <laughs> Uh, I don't celebrate till I see that there's no flag, then I celebrate a touchdown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we have a couple of uh, sad news to report here. Uh, 
one in one in football and one in wrestling, and I'll start with the one in wrestling because I think the name is very familiar in both the amateur and professional world. Uh, Danny Hodge passed away yesterday at the age of 88. Uh, he had been dealing with Alzheimer's for quite some time, and Danny Hodge is a very big name here in the United States as far as amateur wrestling goes. He wrestled for the University of Oklahoma, was undefeated in at Oklahoma, went 46-0 his entire uh, collegiate career, went to the Olympics twice, representing the United States in the 1952 games in Helsinki and the 1956 games in Melbourne, Australia, won a silver medal in the middleweight uh, category for the United States, and and that's in freestyle wrestling. Uh, There is an award named after him, which is the equivalent to the Heisman Trophy. Basically, the Danny Hodge Trophy is you are the best collegiate wrestler in the country. And that is a big, big time honor there. Um, I can probably look up some of the recipients a little later. And then he made the transition to professional wrestling in 1959. And I will say... To me, and this is just, you know, reading stuff on him, he's the greatest junior heavyweight pro wrestler the United States ever had. He, this was before, you know, you saw guys do jumps and flips. This guy was legit. Like, he was the real deal. Like, you talk about tough, strong guys. This was a tough, strong guy. Um, He wrestled all the way up until, I want to say, the 1970s, like professionally. So he had almost a 20-year career. Um, And one of his great feats of strength... And I've actually tried this myself, and I cannot do it. So, JC, I would love to see you try and do this. And Danny Hodge could still do this into his 80s. You take an apple, a regular apple, it doesn't matter what kind of apple it is, squeeze the apple with one hand to get the juice out. Squeeze. Just no, 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 problem. <laughs> yeah, try it. Do I have to? Can I use my left hand? Right now, my right shoulder that I got from, as we we're choking this morning, another fight of mine. My shoulder is from China. It's broken now. They just don't make them like they used to. Right. So not a problem. I'll try it. I'll try to squeeze, but yeah, after the show. Yeah. <laughs> um. But no, Danny Hodge, uh, basically, he is in every wrestling hall of fame you can think of collegiately and professionally. And he even, 
and I didn't know this until I was looking this up, he had a little bit of a boxing career. Not much of a boxing career. Um, he had he went in the amateurs, was undefeated, and as a professional, he only went he only had ten fights, but went eight and two. Look at that. So, so he. Oh, oh go ahead. But, but, oh, so here's a question. You say amateur wrestling, which yes. is college, university, mm -hmm. Olympics, and Olympics, yes. And then you have professional wrestling, yes. You're talking like you know, like WWE, the WCW, right? Is that what you're talking about? Mm -hmm. Is there is there actually an actual professional wrestling league? Well, when he was around, the the main organization was the NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, which was a conglomerate of different promotions around the United States and around the world. And you would go territory to territory, you know, wherever you wrestled in. And his main place was the was like Oklahoma um, Louisiana, Arkansas, a little bit of Texas, that general area. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, Danny Hodge was just an incredible athlete. I mean, I, you know, when they did, uh, the when ESPN did many years ago Sports Century their list of the hundred greatest athletes of the twentieth century. I was surprised he was not on that list. Well, I remember a lot of people probably didn't watch or you know didn't they don't recognize right the the old sports the toughness. Mm -hmm. Everyone likes everyone like. In today's reality, what do you like? You like touchdowns, you like goals, you like baskets, you like home runs. And that old generation, they didn't celebrate after a touchdown. Right. They didn't, you know, they didn't do a lot of stuff. There wasn't a lot of touchdowns. There wasn't a lot of goals. I mean, oh, maybe there's a lot of goals. I mean, Wayne Gretzky had 215 points one year. Yeah. Plus or minus 10 points. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, probably the most famous person to have won the Danny Hodge trophy is Kale Sanderson who is also the only person to have ever won that award three years in a row and Kale is currently the head coach at Penn State which has been a butt-kicking school over these last several years in collegiate wrestling so and this award has been around for 25 years. Um, but still, you know, to have Kale, San you know, Kale Sanderson is the biggest name for, uh, yeah. <laughs> for your award. He's, like, if I have, and I'll go back to the Heisman Trophy, he's the equivalent to uh, Archie Griffith, who's the only two-time Heisman Trophy winner. Yep. So Sanderson is the only three-time winner of this trophy, so. Yeah. Um, uh, rest in peace. Yes. You're a trailblazer for the, for the great sport of wrestling. Mm-hmm. 
Oklahoma is their their hearts have been broken today finding out this news. Um and then this other news I'm I'm not saying that Danny's death is bigger than the other one. They're both equal here, but this one's a little more sadder. Utah freshman running back Ty Jordan passed away on Saturday. Uh, he played for the obviously for Utah. It is reported from ESPN that the Denton, uh, Texas Police Department uh, responded to a shooting call at 10.38 p.m. Eastern Time Friday. Officers discovered a gunshot victim who had been shot one time. After life-saving measures were applied, the victim was transported to a local hospital where he was reported, or he was pronounced dead. Um, the Denton Police Department said following a preliminary investigation we do believe that this was an accidental shooting where the victim accidentally shot himself uh jordan was the pac-12 offensive fresh for uh, offensive freshman of the year after running for 597 yards with six touchdowns on 83 carries in five games uh, was from Mesquite, Texas, and West Mesquite High School. Um, I saw that this morning. It's a sad. It is. Um, I'll read. I'll read this quote from Utah President Ruth V. Watkins in a statement. She said, "On behalf of the entire University of Utah, our love and condolences to Ty Jordan's family, friends, teammates, and coaches." We are devastated by this heartbreaking news. To watch Ty on the field was to be thrilled by his athleticism and talent. Rest in peace, Ty. Um, the the Utah football coach Kyle Whittingham said that the team is just devastated, and I can totally understand. Uh, no doubt, you know, kids that young, right, going like that. I mean, you have the whole, you have your whole life ahead of you, you know. 19 years old, and it was an accident. It was a complete accident. That's, that is the big thing right there, is it was an accident. It wasn't somebody shot him. It wasn't he committed suicide. It was accidental. Yes, and you know, it just goes to show that life is precious and Every, Every moment, moment you get a, you get a chance, chance to be with the people you love, love you respect, respect, friends, family, family co-workers, co-workers, you know, you, know, you, you might brush, brush them off for a day, you might not, not be around the next, the next day. day. Mm-hmm. Which is a sad and, story. Yeah, especially on Christmas. That, yeah. that, I think, is the hardest part of all this, yeah. is that it happened on Christmas. Yes. yes, that's yeah. the one. That's, that's the one, one day, day that, that gets, gets me kind of, kind of, you know. You know. It's, like, it's man, like, man, if it would have been, been Saturday, Saturday, it would have been a little better off, off, but not on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, like if it had been the day after or a couple days after, you know. Um, no, no. I'm going to guess, because I'm not going to assume anything on this. I'm going to guess that uh, more information will come out in the upcoming weeks. So, uh, if we are around 
when this information comes out. Uh, we'll we'll talk more about this. Yeah, yeah. So for sure, we also, we also lost, lost a, a great linebacker, linebacker this, this week. Kevin Green, yeah. Kevin Green, very very good old. player. Fifty eight. That's a, that's another young man. Fifty eight. Yep, yep. Rams. Yeah, I was too. Rams, Steelers, 49ers, Panthers. Had a really good career. A Hall of Fame player. Um, was he third in sacks, I think, all time? Yeah, I believe I believe so. Let me uh let me go to footballreference.com. I can uh I can get you that that uh I can get that for everyone, so um let's see, passing rushing hold on folks. Punting, fumbles, uh defensive interceptions, uh let's see, tackles, sacks. Here we go. Uh yeah, Kevin Green is third all time with hundred and sixty sacks. Yeah, I thought he was third. You know, again, I mean, being the white for Tumble Test, it just, you can be the super healthiest guy and die at 35. You very well could. You'd be like me who drink a lot of beer and eat chicken wings and still kick him. Yeah. Right, you just, I mean, you hear these trainers who have like, just not a heart attack to such a massive heart attack that their heart just kind of, just die. Mm-hmm. And then, and you, then have you have other people like George, like George Burns, Burns, who drank, drank and smoked. <laughs> smoked. Yeah. Right. You know. And he lived, and he lived forever. forever. He lived to be 100. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, I uh, I did a really good job with my life. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> you know, stress, you know, stress everything, everything else, everything does take take toll on bodies and stuff. Oh, yeah, it does. You got to get up. You got to go exercise today. I'm like, sometimes I just get up. I go lay on the couch, have another nap. Actually, I had a nap this morning. <laughs> yeah, actually, let me. Actually, I had a dream. I had a dream in my nap. I had a dream in my nap this morning, and it's sports related. I dreamt that I went to a Montreal Expos game. <laughs> you have technically the Montreal Expos down there. I know. I don't know. I don't know why I was dreaming the Expos, but um, for those curious, the the two that are ahead of Kevin Green, they're you know. No big names, just Reggie White and Bruce Smith. So, yeah, yeah. and we're not and making we're not light of deaths or whatever. Or whatever, or whatever. We're saying oh no, 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 no! Just no, never no. know. It's one of those exactly. things. Take, like I said, we do what you do need what to you do. Need be with do the people you want to be with. You know, if you want to go, if you keep pushing stuff off, you might regret it later. So go, go do it. I mean, once this once this virus is over and we can travel again. I'm going I'm down going to Washington. Washington. There you go. I'll be there. I'll be there. We're doing a live show. Or as close to live as we can do. Yeah. 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 Um, let's talk about, because we will get back to football later, because we're going to talk about the playoff picture. Let's talk about the World Junior Championship. Because that's something that I've actually, like over the years, get real excited to watch. Um, started Friday, 
Um, we have our group of we have our group of ten this year. Um, group A. This is actually a pretty good looking group. Finland, Slovakia, Switzerland, Germany, and Canada. Group B is Russia, the U.S., Sweden, the Czech Republic, and Aust- and Austria. Almost said Australia, but I called myself. Um, one day of competitions already had or has already happened. Um, a couple of good games yesterday already. Yeah. There are games today and going on every other day, really. And it'll conclude on the 5th of January with the uh, championship game. Yes. And this is where it gets a little interesting because I never really thought about it until JC said something. And I'm going to let JC have the floor on this one. So, you know, know, we got, got, uh, uh, for all the the NHL NHL teams that didn't make the playoffs, playoffs, their training camp camp starts here right away. away. The other teams teams that made the playoffs, playoffs, I think they start start January January 3rd, I believe, maybe the 2nd or something. something. Mm -hmm. But in Edmonton, where the World Junior Hockey is going on, the Edmonton Oilers don't have a home right now. They're actually homeless because the World Juniors are homeless. Yeah. They're not also... They have, they no, have place no place to play, to play right, now. right now until, until I think the gold medal game is January 5th. January 5th. So yes. January, then they're going to have to sterilize the place. place. So you're so looking, looking probably January, January 6th, 6th if they're allowed, they're allowed in. in. The puck the drops against the Canucks, Canucks, I believe it's January 13th, 13th or 12th. 12th or 13th. So they don't have much. They're going to be playing in like an outdoor rink or some kind of rec. I don't know. Where they're going to be going. Well, as of right now, and I'm looking on ESPN, it is scheduled for them in Vancouver to be at the Rogers Place in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of weird that they didn't start over over in the the Rogers Rogers arena there there in Vancouver. Vancouver. But they're going to Rogers Place, and yes, Rogers Rogers owns just about everything. everything. It sounds like it. You got Rogers Center, Rogers Place, Rogers Arena. Rogers Fried Chicken, Rogers Fish. And yet they and yet still they can't still afford, can't afford a, proper a proper Blue Jay to hopefully, to hopefully get them over, over the hump. Rogers Medicinal Marijuana. <laughs> well, well, legal here. Yeah, well, it'll probably be legal here soon, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, so Edmonton, Edmonton doesn't, doesn't have a place because of this, this right now. Right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to be well, back, back, you know, I mean, because, I, mean, I mean, you look at these arenas now, they train in arenas, they do everything in the arenas, right? You have the best equipment, the best staff. And now they're going to be two days done. Yeah. Right, where right, Vancouver's going to be ready to roll. roll, they're coming, they're coming in. in, they got the extra got the couple days, and, and I mean, skating, I know a lot of players have been skating, they're all in their, 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 homes, their homes now, in the home cities, cities. But, it does, but it does, you know, it's you not know, like, like, like running a route, or running bases or whatever, right? Right. You need to get back on your legs, you need to get back on your feet, you need to get bumped, you need to get hit, you need a hard practice, you need to take pucks to the shins. And, and, you know, you need you know, the train, you need the, the, the hot, hot tubs. Tub, so they don't they no don't longer have ice, ice baths, baths like when I grew up. Oh, you're sore? Jump the ice bath. Thankfully, I never did that, so. <laughs> I did a I few did times. A few times. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what it, it worked. It worked. <laughs> you know, I, I, I will say, um, 
staying with hockey, because they released everyone's schedule for the season. One of the things that I really like, and, and, and I'm going to want your opinion in a minute on this here, Early on, or very frequently, I should say, teams are going to play each other back-to-back days or have a day off and it play the following day. And I really like that idea. Yeah, me too. And, and oh, go ahead. For all of my opinion after. Well, no, because I was going to say, um, like, okay, I'll run down uh, January 13th. That's the, that's the opening night of the season. You got Pittsburgh at Philly. They play each other the following Friday. I like it. Chicago at Tampa. Play that on that 13th. Play the following Friday. Montreal at Toronto. They play, well, they don't play each other the next day. No. Vancouver, I know. Vancouver and Edmonton. They play each other the next day. And St. Louis and Colorado play each other the following Friday. So I, yeah, yeah. to me, I just like, you know, how you have in your schedule during the season that familiarity at any point in time where you're going to play a team back-to-back. But just but not just back-to-back. Not back if you look at the Vancouver Canucks schedule, schedule, because, because of the of furthest, furthest away, away from, from Montreal, Montreal, Toronto, Toronto Ottawa, Ottawa. Montreal, Montreal comes, comes in for a three-game homestand. Yay! I would say a three-game homestand for Montreal. And then Ottawa comes in for a three-game homestand. You know, I'm like, this, I'm like, is, this great. is great. The only thing the, the NHL, NHL messed, messed up on, on this is my opinion now, what do you think is the biggest rivalry in hockey right now? The biggest one. Yeah. I I mean for region for regional purposes being biased, I'm gonna say the Capitals and the Penguins. Oh okay. yeah. But, but I mean, okay, so, so, you know, you have, you Montreal, have Montreal, Toronto. Toronto yeah, Montreal, Boston. Boston. Right, right. Bo- yeah, Montreal, Montreal, Boston, Boston Chicago, Chicago, Detroit, Detroit all, that. all that. What about, what about remember, last remember last year, year the Battle, Battle of Alberta, Alberta. Calgary, Calgary, and, and Edmonton. Edmonton? Yeah. And they hated everybody, and there was fights, there was goaltender fights, there was line mm-hmm. balls, all that. See, they only play once a back-to-back. Wow. They had to spread out those games. Could you imagine playing a three-game home series in Calgary? There'd be no way left. They would beat the hell out of each other. And that's what we'd like to see. We'd like to see good, hard hockey. You got Kachuk, who... I don't like, I don't like a, lot a lot of people don't like, like unless you're from Calgary. Calgary. Yeah, Cassie is going to probably fight him. I mean, you're going to see. I'll tell you I'll what, tell Bill, Bill. You need. You I, need know I know it's later on, and you'll probably, you'll probably be asleep by then. Maybe past your curfew. Don't, don't know. <laughs> past my curfew. You know, it's work and stuff. Because it starts 7 30, it's 9 30, 10 o'clock your time. Right? Right. But on Saturday night, you need to watch one of them games. Uh, Saturdays I do okay, so I, I'm I'm probably going to stay up for one of them. If it's on NHL Network, I will... You're going to have to remind me, though. That's the I thing. Will, I will. Okay. But that is that the is biggest rivalry right, right now going in sports. I mean, it would have been great to watch in the playoffs before it got shut down. With COVID and stuff. Mm-hmm. Everybody, that's the series everybody wanted to see. They want to see a Calgary-Edmonton series. 
There's a dislike, there's a stain, everything. And then Bad Cooter just kind of waits in the weeds and picks him up. Right. You know. And Bad Cooter's got the easiest schedule this year. Mm-hmm. Because they usually have to... Usually they... Between them and Dallas, they travel the most. Yeah. That's why Vancouver, you'll see them go on a seven, eight game road trip out east. Because they're like, hey man, we got to travel from our area down there. You know, I mean, New York goes to Edmonton, they got Edmonton, Calgary, then you hit Winnipeg, Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver. Right? Vancouver has to fly all the way across, play four games, then you got to fly back home and then fly across again. So that's why they try to double up the games. You know. Like, I'm looking at the capital schedule, and they do not have a game where it's like a one-off, and then they play a new team until February, which is very interesting. And then they don't have that again until March. So they're really spreading this out, and I actually kind of like it. I think, I think I know this I know is a this one-off, one-off, but I would, I would love, love to see, see a Canadian, Canadian division, division every year. Every year. And then you'd have, 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 have to throw Seattle, Seattle there. there. Yeah, because they're like the closest team, you know. Yeah. Or 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 would it be Buffalo? Could be because Buffalo is another one that they, they a lot of Maple Leaf fans, Canadian fans, Center fans go down there. Right, right. Let I mean, me check. I, I, you know, it could, I, could be, Buffalo. be Buffalo. I think I having the Northern, Northern Division like that, and I mean, and I mean I've, I've argued, argued on Facebook, on Facebook with, hockey, with, with people who are quote hockey fans, fans unquote. unquote. Like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever. The Canadian Division would be the most boring. I'm like, you know what? That's the most exciting division. Not only does Canada bring in most of the revenue for hockey, but I mean, you're going to get a team that's guaranteed to make it to the semis. And you don't and think you don't the think advertisement, advertisement the, 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 TV, the TV, the radio, the radio all that's, all that's, that's mm-hmm. a lot of money that's going to be made. And if I was and a hockey player, player, I'd be like, you know what? The North the Division, division has, to has to stay. Uh, hold on. Oh, I messed up here. Uh, okay, so Buffalo is 28 miles or 45 kilometers from Canada. So that's pretty close. Because uh, Detroit, Detroit, well, you have Minnesota, Minnesota, but Minnesota, Minnesota from Winnipeg. That's kind of far. Yeah. yeah. And Seattle, and Seattle to Vancouver, Vancouver, I mean, it's a two-hour two train ride, I think, I think someone, someone told me. Told me. You can hop on a train and be in Seattle within two hours. Right. Um, let's see. I would... Th- I would, you know what? I'd be fine with either Buffalo or Seattle if they did a North Division. Honestly, yep, yep. I, I think Buffalo's going to be the closer of the two, I think. And they're going to bring a lot of money with Toronto coming in, Montreal coming in, Ottawa coming in. Right? Yeah. They might have the West with Edmonton going to Seattle, Calgary, Vancouver. Right, Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Eh. We got, they got, they got big, big ass mosquitoes. Um, yeah, okay. It would have to be Buffalo because from Seattle to the Canadian border is forty-seven miles, or a 
158 kilometers. Hour and a half. And there is no speed limit in Washington. Right. And in Buffalo, Buffalo's 20, what did I say, 28 miles? I think I said? Yeah, so. So, yeah, just have Buffalo be in uh, in the north. Canadian division. I could see that, you know. That would be that would be great. And and then you know what? I think that would the revenue that hockey would generate would be phenomenal. Yeah. Right. You'd still have your Boston Montreal two games. You'd have your Toronto Boston two games. But it would make it that much better when they go down to Boston. Boston comes up. Right. I mean, there's Toronto Maple Leaf fans everywhere. I mean, I, mean, I think I, I saw think one come out of a rock there the other day. <laughs> like, you know, it's, you know, it's phenomenal. You are Kauri, Toronto Maple Leaf fans, Montreal fans. Yeah. The only problem the is if Toronto had to go to Vancouver many times, they'd have to play the game at four, so all the old folks that remember winning the cup in 67 would have to go to bed by nine or ten. But we love you. We love all hockey Yeah, we do. You know, even the ones even that, the ones that, even the sparse even the ones, sparse in, ones Florida, in Florida and Arizona, Arizona. Yeah, yeah, get on board. Get on board. It's a great game. It's a great game. All right. Um, want to talk about a trade that happened this week in baseball, and this is the really the big news of the week in baseball. It's been a quiet week. The Washington Nationals traded two minor league pitchers to the Pittsburgh Pirates in return for first baseman Josh Bell. And this is kind of a big deal because you have a young first baseman in Bell who statistically had a great 2019. He was an all-star that year. Um... He's a good young player, going good, and he's got the potential to be a good first baseman. Yep. yep. Um, his all-star year, and I wanted to pull this up, in 143 games, he brought in 94 runs, had 146 hits, 37 doubles, 3 triples, 37 home runs, 116 RBI. Yep. With a yep. 277 batting average. On base percentage 367. Slugging percentage 569. His OPS was a 936. That is a decent, is trade. A decent trade. That is. Um. The only thing that makes me kind of sad in this is the possibility that Ryan Zimmerman might not be back because yeah, yeah. he was like like when he when they moved him from third base, which he was a good third baseman to first base, where he ended up being a very good first baseman. You know, he's getting old. I'd like to think they'll keep Zimmy or Zimmer in on the team or he could retire it's possible that ryan zimmerman could retire and if he does i think 
He's earned the right. He's had a good career. You know, he was the face of the organization. He was the franchise. But I really think the Nationals have really loaded up on that right side of the infield. They just need to figure out, you know, who the third baseman's going to be. And then you'll probably have a various infield. I think so. I think so. It's, it's you know, I mean, you, you, know, you, I can, mean, never, you can never, you're, you're left, you're left of the field, first base, second base, and right. First base has to have power. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. You know, he you doesn't know, have to be, have to be the most athletic the guy, most athletic but you need production. You need production. Your second baseman's second more, base of a, more of a little guy cog. Can turn double plays, double get, plays on base, get on base, steal some bases. Steal some bases. Now, I know baseball's I know changed, baseball's changed, but you still have but a formula you have to follow. And, you know, I'm looking at the infield right now. You got Starlin Castro and Josh Bell on the right side. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. That's a good right side of the field. Yep. And then yep. you have Trey Turner at shortstop. Now you just got to find that missing piece, that third baseman. And if you can get a good third baseman, holy cow. Yep. Yep. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, there's still some time before spring training, which begin at the end of February. So we'll have to wait to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the NFL and the playoff picture because that's what I think everyone wanted to hear besides and, me squawking and, earlier. <laughs> and before we, we go, Bill, I got a question for you. Who would okay. you rather have fantasy football in a championship weekend? Kenyon Drake versus the Niners defense or Le'Veon Bell versus the Falcons defense? Ooh. I also have Chubb and Taylor. Taylor, and now I'm just finding out that the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, Browns has have a, has COVID, have a incident. COVID incident. I would go. See, the thing is, I want to say Le'Veon Bell, but the thing is, they don't really use him that much for uh, the run game, like he used to be used in Pittsburgh. You remember, you remember Halisay or Halisay or, or whatever? Or he's whatever. done for the season, season or for the, right. uh, for the last few games. Last few games. And that Tough San Francisco, it? It? but that San Francisco defense is not as strong as it you know usually is. They got a bunch of injuries. Um, I would, I would put my bet on going against the 49ers defense. I like it. I, I guess like I can make. I guess I'll, I'll make, make that I'll move, make and then, that if, move, I and then find, if I find, you know, something you know, happens, something happens with, Chubb, with Chubb, I can always, I have, always have take him, take put him, him in, put him in, and then replace, and then replace him with Bell. With Bell. Mm-hmm. They also have, they also have Taylor, against Taylor against Pittsburgh Steelers' poorest defense. defense. Right. Which runs us which into runs playoff, us football. playoff football. Absolutely, and. uh Alvin Kamara probably gave about a million plus people the fantasy league championship this yeah. week. Yeah. And the guys who and lost guys last who week lost last that week have Kamara, 
So sorry. So sorry. Kicking yourself in the butt. <laughs> All right. Let's take a look at the AFC. Uh, right now, the Kansas City Chiefs are 13-1. and They're more than likely going to be the number one seed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Yeah. Buffalo and Pittsburgh right now are tied at 11-3. and Buffalo has the win over Pittsburgh, so Buffalo's the two. They've already clinched their division. Congratulations to the Bills. Uh, Pittsburgh currently the three. Tennessee is the four. Cleveland and Indy are tied, but Cleveland has the tiebreaker based on beating Indy earlier in the year. Miami has the seventh spot at nine and five, and they own the tiebreaker on Baltimore based on conference record. Miami is six and four compared to Baltimore's six and five. And the Las Vegas Raiders are hanging in there at seven and seven. So let's talk about scenarios, JC. Yes, yes. Kansas City already first, wrapped up the first, division. First, first. Yes, they are in first. They can clinch a first round bye, so basically they get home field advantage with a win or a tie, or a Pittsburgh loss or a tie, or a Buffalo loss or a tie, or God forbid we have to go to scenario number four. KC clinches strength of victory tiebreaker over Pittsburgh or Buffalo and clinches at least a tie and strength of victory tiebreaker over the other club. Yes, yes. Try saying that five times fast, folks. So what you're saying is Kansas City is first. Is first. Pretty much, because they got the Falcons tomorrow. So let's just yeah, Buffalo. Buffalo, I see beating New England. Pittsburgh's going to have a hard time with Indianapolis. They're going to lose tomorrow, I think, to the Colts. I, I, do, I do, too. I think you got Buffalo got second, Buffalo second Pittsburgh, third. Pittsburgh third. Pittsburgh could well, actually, drop, actually the drop the fourth. They could. Well, let's talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Believe it or not, despite their three-game losing streak, they can clinch the AFC North tomorrow with a win or a Cleveland loss, which I, I think we both doubt will happen there. Uh, I, I or... Same thing last same week thing against the Rams. Well, I, I don't know what's going on with the Rams. They've been... I think you guys got them at the right time. Or Pittsburgh so. and Cleveland both tie. Yes. yes. So one of those three has to happen for Pittsburgh to clinch the North. Which I think they will clinch the North. I know. I know. I know. This week, I think they're going to lose. Who they got next? They got the. Actually, you know what? They got the Browns next week, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, they do. You know what? They could go. They went from the worst 11 and 0 team I have ever seen. Team that could be in the wild card. Hold on. I got. Okay. I have to do this for the sake of doing this. Um, because Monday night, um, my, my friend Michael, who is a huge Steelers fan, um, 
I I have to read this message he sent to me during the game Monday night. It's it's two sentences, but the second the second sentence is the best sentence. So he talks about how he doesn't think Ben is in top shape right now, which he might not be. And then he says, After losing to the mighty football team from Washington has ruined us like a succubus. <laughs> and if you don't know what a succubus is, uh, go look it up in the dictionary. Uh, it, it, I, I am sure that definition is there. <laughs> I was going to explain it to my mom what a succubus is, and she didn't want to hear me explain the definition. So, um, all right, uh, let, let's get back to the playoff scenarios. Tennessee, they can clinch the division this week real easy. They win, Indy loses. That's it. That's going to be a good football game. Yep. I'm I'm yep. contemplating if I'm gonna watch that game or if I'm gonna watch a movie tomorrow night. Uh well, what's uh, the movie? Well, what's the movie? Well, I'm 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 contemplating because at first I was gonna say Wonder Woman 1984, but my friend Jim he was telling me about uh Soul from uh, Disney and he said it was really good. So wait, wait. Now, see, now, my, opinion my opinion is that. Movies, movies will always will be, there, always for be you. there for you. Mm-hmm. But a Tennessee but Titans Green Bay Packer game, game right. is a one-night <laughs> event. One I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. That is true. You know, um, like it was today, you can just be like, movie time. Yeah, I'll just go to the movie. And I'm thinking you probably don't work on Monday. Oh, I don't work at all this week. Because you got Christmas holidays, so you know what? You can be like, yeah, movie time. Or you can sit there and be like, you know what? This is a great game. I'm glad I'm not watching. Yeah, and I'll probably watch it with my dad, so, you know. Um, So Tennessee, uh, they have another scenario of just clinching a playoff berth. (laughs) They win. Gotta love the NFL. I know, you really do. They win, and they're in. But there's other, but there's three other scenarios: Miami loses, Baltimore loses, or Tennessee and Baltimore both tie. The Cleveland Browns, Lord love the Cleveland Browns, can clinch a playoff berth this week in five scenarios. It is a win, and a Baltimore loss or tie. A win and a Miami loss or tie. A win and an Indy loss. A tie and a Baltimore loss. Or a tie and a Miami loss. And like we said, Cleveland has the Jets. Indy can clinch a playoff... Mm -hmm. Indy can clinch a playoff berth... With a win and a Baltimore loss or tie, a win and a Miami loss or tie, a tie and a Baltimore loss, or a tie and a Miami loss. And that is your AFC scenario. Nine teams fighting for seven spots there. Meanwhile, in the NFC... 
Green Bay is atop with 11 and 3 record. Uh, New Orleans clinching the NFC South yesterday at 11 and 4. Seattle 10 and 4. Washington at 6 and 8 in that fourth spot. Uh, the Rams at 9 and 5. Tampa about to go 10 and 5. Arizona at 8 and 6. With the Chicago Bears at 7 and 7. Somehow holding on for that last playoff spot. And just to have fun with the NFC East, Dallas at 5-9, the Giants at 5-9, the Eagles at 4-9-1, somehow are still alive. Every <laughs> NFC team NFC is still alive. Still alive. Oh. Like, and I, I'll, I'll be honest. honest. I'll be honest. I hope next I hope week, next week every, every NFC team, NFC team is, is, still is still alive, alive. which I don't know if it can happen now that Philly and the Cowboys are playing this week. Well, <laughs> let's let's go over the scenarios for this week <laughs> because the Saints did their job, so they've, they, they've clinched the division. We don't have to worry about them this week. Green Bay can clinch a first-round bye with a win and a Seattle loss or tie. Seattle can clinch the NFC West with a win. That's it. Yep. yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna save the I'm gonna save the fun one for last. The Rams can clinch a playoff berth with a win or a tie. Yeah. A yep. Chicago loss or tie. Or an Arizona win or tie. I'm not kidding. That is what it says. Because, so the Rams beat the Seahawks tomorrow. Right. They'll be tied. They'll be tied. But next week, Seattle beats the Niners. And the Rams lose the Cardinals. Seattle gets it. Right. I think Seattle would have the division, I would think. They would have the division because they'd have one more win. Right. Uh, Tampa Bay, they're they're gonna clinch a playoff berth. Let's just say it because yeah, there's like yeah, they've, they've they've got they've, the six seed sewn up. I would say the worst they could do is a seven. The best they could do is a five. The Arizona Cardinals can clinch a playoff berth with a win. And a Chicago loss or tie, or a tie and a Chicago loss. And now for the fun one. The Washington football team. The team that has been ridiculed all year across the presses, having to change their name, can win the division this week with one of these two scenarios. A win and a Giants loss or tie. Yeah. And I do not see the Giants beating Baltimore tomorrow. I just don't. What? What? Yeah. I, I just don't see it happening. I just don't. There's something weird about that Giants team. <laughs> or, and this is where it gets fun, a Washington tie plus a Giants loss, 
and the Philly Dallas game ends in a tie. Why would they put ties in? There's like what? There's like what? Here, if that, here, if that. <laughs> Eliminate the tie. Eliminate the tie. Just be no more ties. Just be no more ties. <laughs> I mean, this. I mean, this. Twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. You gotta win for something. You gotta win for something. You get your participation, you get your participation medal when you leave. <laughs> <laughs> right? right? Good game. Good game. Good there should be no get your tie. participation no trophy. <laughs> so, that's. All Washington has to do, win and the Giants lose, and the and division in. is and theirs. They're yeah, they're in. They could be playing the Rams, or the, the Rams Seahawks, or the Seahawks, which means, which means we might have to have another, have, bet. have another bet. See, I think after what happened last week with the Rams, I think Seattle's got that division wrapped up. And I could see the Rams... Either be in a five or six. Because right now I think Arizona. Got nine wins. Got nine wins. Tampa mm-hmm. won today, so what? They're, so what they're nine. They're nine. ten. They'd be a ten. They're a ten now, aren't they're they? Ten now, aren't they? Yeah, they would be a ten. Yeah, it could. It could be the Bucks going in to see you. Washington. And at that point, I would just surrender the season there and just be like, okay, it's Tom Brady. They're gonna win. Which means you know, Seattle and the Rams be playing for, be playing for the weeks. third time. And you know what? And then you'd and have everyone's been bugging me everyone's saying, you know, the Rams, they, the Rams they beat the Snarl of the Seahawks. Yes, they did. But but that was one game. One game. One and we had no healthy had no running healthy backs. Running backs. Now we got three. Now we got three. I would say Ask Rush is not going to be able to get to Russell Wilson now if you get a running game going. Get a running game going. If if the Seahawks can stay healthy, that is a division-winning team I would not want to play against at this point in time. Because with New Orleans, and I love Drew Brees to death, he's not at 100%. Nope. You nope. could beat New Orleans if you're a wild-card team. Green Bay... I know it's Aaron Rodgers' show, but I think you could get to that defense somehow. Oh, that defense, oh, that is, defense weak. is weak. I mean, Carolina, and with, Carolina exposed it last week. Mm-hmm. And with Washington, it's their offense. If you get to their offense, you got a good shot to beat them. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, so we'll is, have to wait and see. Seattle, Seattle, I mean... Seattle, I mean yeah, their defense yeah, is porous, porous, but they're coming together. They're you coming got, together. You got seven, seven pro bowlers, pro bowlers a franchise a record, because record. Mm-hmm. Right, you got Diggs, you, you got, got two of the best safeties on that team, Adams and Diggs. Adams and Diggs. Then you got Wagner, you got Wagner who's always there, who's always Wilson, there. Who's, always Wilson there. who's always there, but it runs through the dub. Wilson and Wagner. Yeah. Wilson and Wagner. Those are the two guys that just, they keep that team going. And they both got drafted in the same draft year. Wagner second, Wilson third. Third. Can you can you believe that? Can you believe Wagner that? got drafted in the second round. Second round. Mm. They they drafted they, they the they Bruce drafted Irving, Irving that year. Irving that year. That's first. That's no, first. First round. First round. Just goes to show you how crazy you know things can be. Yep. You look at the 2017 New York, or sorry, the New Orleans Saints draft. Saints draft. 
They hauled in a good haul. I mean, one good draft year can set your organization up for years. Oh, yeah. And the New York Jets failed. And look at where they are. They got a good shot at the number one pick. Yep. And now the Jags who have been Minshaw for Glennon tomorrow against the Bears. I think Trevor Lawrence will be happy in Florida. I would think maybe he would. Which brings me to a question now. Okay. Should the NFL have a draft? Should the NFL have a draft? For, like, okay, for, I, for, I, for, explain for, this. For, sorry, for, our, sorry, sorry. Our, I mean, sorry. should I mean, the NFL, should have, the a draft NFL have a draft lottery? Oh, that's a better question, actually. Yeah, sorry, I messed yeah, up. Sorry, I messed up. I'm, I'm intrigued. I was by like, the should they have a draft? What are you talking about? <laughs> Any player gets on anywhere. Um, ooh. You know, that might not be a bad idea. And I'll tell you why it might not be a bad idea. Because it eliminates the whole thought of anyone, quote-unquote, tanking. Yeah, yeah. Um, see, the problem is... And this is where I'm going to have my problem with the NFL doing a draft lottery. Like, let's say you have a year, and 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 I'm going to use this team because I think this is the perfect example. Let's say Dallas has a bad year. Yep. Like, okay, like this year, okay, with with the chance that they might not make the playoffs. They would probably have like the fourth, fifth, maybe sixth best chance to win the number one pick. And the pick is Trevor Lawrence. And Dallas ends up winning the number one pick. Be a little bit of conspiracy there. Yeah. So that's that's the chance to take. Okay, and then let me ask you another question. How many teams would be... Would it, would it be all the teams that did not qualify for the playoffs? Yeah, just like hockey. Yeah, just like hockey. Okay, so that would be 18 teams. Yeah, because, I yeah. mean, you think because, about it, right, I mean, you only have 16 games. And if you're trying to tank... And let's say... Hypothetical, right? Hypothetical, like, we'll right, use the Jets. We'll use the Jets. They're terrible. Because they're terrible. Let's say you got the Let's Patriots got and the, the Bills. Fighting for first. Yeah. Fighting for first. And the Bills and already played the Jets. Bills already played the Jets. And they're tied. Going they're last, tied. Going last, last week. Last week. Mm-hmm. And the Jets, knowing that the they Jets, have Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence there, if they Lawrence, lose. Sir, if they lose. And the Patriots win, they win the, the division. Win, they win the division. You know, mm-hmm. there's a lot there's a on the lot line to say, you know. You know, but if it's a draft, if it's a draft and you're like, you know what? And you're like, we're still you know going what? out to play because, because we don't know where we're going to end up. But it's now it's our pride. We want to win. Let's take down the Patriots. Let's take down the Patriots. Right, we don't want to get that right, seed. We don't want to have an playoff game. Playoff game. They should be on the road. They should be on the road. 
ah, man, that's a tough you know, one. Because, you know. like, I'm looking at the who the top five best odds would be if we did a draft. And I think I've figured it out in my mind, amazingly. It would be, in no order, the Jets, Jacksonville, Cincinnati, Atlanta, and Carolina. I think Carolina's probably going to want to move up. The Jets go, the Jets go, go second. Go second. Because they're going to need a quarterback. They're going to need a quarterback. Actually, that's a heck of a good That's a heck of a good question. So, I think that's going to be our poll question for this week. And we'll leave it up to you guys if you think the NFL should have a draft lottery. Because I never really thought about that till you said it. So, Every, I mean, Every, you look I at mean, the NHL, right? There's the no, NHL, reason right? There's no reason to tank. Look at basketball, no reason to tank. Right? Put the best product. Yeah. Put the best product. And he'll do that. And he'll do that. By say, I, mean, By say, I mean, let's put it this way. Let's put it this way. Vancouver Canucks. Vancouver Canucks. For the last, for last few years, we're a very... A very Unsuccessful team. Unsuccessful team. So it's 2020. Mm-hmm. So it's 2020. I have to use unsuccessful instead of other words I'd like to use. So, so they lost a draft. They lost a draft. For one year, I think Colorado was was the worst team. Vancouver was the second worst team. Vancouver ended up losing the whole draft and a fifth. Colorado was fourth. Colorado was fourth. And right. I think, uh, and I think uh, Patrick got picked, got by, picked by the Flyers. The yeah. Flyers. Yeah. Keishanin got picked Keishanin by, picked by Dallas. Picked by Dallas. Who was the other one? The car went to Colorado. Went to Colorado. Who was a really good a really young good defenseman. Young defenseman. Played out Brooks. Played out Brooks. Bandits out in the AJHL. Glad wanted. But Colorado picked him up. Vancouver picked fifth. They picked Elias Pettersson. Elias Pettersson. I'm like, and everyone's, like, my and phone's everyone's blowing up. He's like, who's like, that, that guy? I'm like, I don't know. Just some skinny little, some skinny sweet, little Swedish, kid. Swedish kid. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I'll tell you they what. won the drop they that year. They won the drop that year. By picking I mean, the only thing that, I think the only sport that should not do a lottery is baseball. Yeah, you can't yeah, do that. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. So, I think if you're going to do football, if, if the NFL does a draft lottery, you've got to have some type of, like, specific rules, but I'm not really sure what those rules would be. I'm thinking, I mean, I'm the top, thinking, I mean, the top, say, six, say seven teams six, have a chance of winning the first pick. Because they're all bunched up together, Because they're right? all bunched up together, right? Yeah. Your other teams are other kind teams of on the verge of either going, going up or going down. Going up or going down. But when you have your the you NFL, have your, when you have your bottom teams, they're the bottom teams for a the reason. Team for a reason. They're just terrible. They're just terrible. Yeah. Right. Injury wise, right. Well, whatever. Wise, it's, well, whatever. You know. It's, I mean. You know. I mean. And injury wise, it's a fluke. And injury wise, it's a fluke. I mean, look at Dallas. I mean, Dallas can pick high this year. Dallas can pick high this year. Because they have one injury, have one injury and then lost their offensive and line. Lost their offensive line. Mm-hmm. Which says Zeke Which has says five Zeke touchdowns all year, and Kamara got six yesterday. Got six yesterday. So. So, you know, you know, you benefit from the injuries. Benefit from the injuries. But 
in a 16 game season season you can't have a team trying to tank when there's too much at stake too much at stake right we're 162 games games, every team gets a beat on team gets a beat on every team every american league in american league in football in football you don't have that luxury you don't have that luxury you know you know, you're an NFC West team playing the West team playing AFC, AFC East this year. The NFC North doesn't the get to play, play the Jets this year. Right. But I mean, I mean, but, I mean again, I mean, last week when again, the, Jets beat, week, the Rams, Jets beat the Rams. Well, nobody saw that coming, honestly. No. No, no one saw that one. No, no one, one saw the Bengals no being the Steelers. Well, you know, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought that up uh, because... That was our poll for this week. What was the bigger upset in week 15? The Jets beating the Rams or the Bengals beating the Steelers? And the voting ended tied 9 to 9. <laughs> Did you vote on this one? I believe so. I think I, it, so. I, voted, I, think the it, I voted the Jets. I voted the Jets. I did not vote on this. Oh, I guess because so I was... You are the tiebreaker. I am the tiebreaker. You're, you're like the prime minister of the poll. Oi. Of the poll. Oi. Oi. Unless there's a tie, now you decide now who wins this week. So, in Bill's mind, what was the what upset, was the of, the upset week? of the week? Alright. Here's how I look at it. The Bengals had, what was it, their second or third string quarterback starting? Okay, against a Pittsburgh team that had lost two in a row. Yeah, yeah. And Cincinnati had not been playing good as of late. To score 17 points in the first half on Pittsburgh is pretty impressive. But the Jets were double-digit underdogs going to L.A., against a team that's going to be in the playoffs, I gotta say the Jets beating the Rams was the bigger upset. Yeah. yeah. Because... After, and after they got smacked in Seattle the week before. Exactly. Be- because the Rams ha- have had a good year this year. And they were in the lead in the division. They had the lead in the division. And the yep. Jets came in and are like, sorry, we're not going to let you win. So, I, I got to say the Jets, I, I'll say this. Not only do I think that Jets win is the biggest upset of the week, that took over Washington beating Pittsburgh as the upset of the year. Yep. I know we yep. discussed that. I know we discussed that. Mm-hmm. All right, 11-0 team, right, going, 11-0 against team going against Washington. That was on a roll. That was on a roll. Mm-hmm. But the Jets walking in LA, LA, beating them, beating them, being a first place a team, first in, a place team in, a division, in a toughest in the toughest, toughest division there is. Division there is. The NFC yeah. West. NFC West. After getting smacked in the face by Seattle week before, after losing to the Raiders the week before, because they did an all blitz for some stupid reason. Stupid reason. Even the Jets don't know how to tank. Don't know how to tank. Right. I mean. You I mean, all out blitz, but then you blitz, then you beat the Rams. You beat the Rams. I think there should be an investigation. Who put money down? Put money down. 
for the chance to win the Rams. To beat the Rams. Beat the Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, and Adam Gase, the job is safe for a little couple, couple more weeks. Well, for a couple more. We thought he'd be gone by the time of the bye week. Yeah. No, he just keeps going. No, he just keeps going. He's like the inner chairs are bunny. Going and going and going. Going and going and going. Now, don't get me wrong, right? Don't get me wrong, right? Adam Gase is a good coach. Just not a head coach. Just not a head coach. Right. You know. You know, you have a good coach, you which good you're going to enjoy. You're going to enjoy Riverboat Ron. Oh, I'm already enjoying them. I, I, I know. See, I know Riverboat see, Ron, Riverboat Ron versus, Pete Carroll, versus Pete Carroll. If you can't get, if you can't get, it's, it's Riverboat Ron Riverboat is way over Ron on one way side, over on one Pete Carroll way over on the other side. Over on the other side. But because they're extreme on those both sides, teams do well. Teams do well. You have to have a coach who's either with the Pete Carroll side or the Riverboat Ron side. Mm-hmm. You can't have one right in the middle. You can't have one right in the middle. Right. You can't please everybody and do this and that. You have to be here or here. Here or here. No, I'm I'm already enjoying Ron Rivera as a head coach. So. Good. Good. You guys will love him for years. You guys will love him for years. Change our organization. Organization. And I like watching watching football. When's first thing in the morning? I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Well, at least you don't have to wake up early in the morning tomorrow to watch. Oh, you got Seattle. Never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, you can watch it tomorrow. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Be like, ah, oh, crap, you guys got Seattle. Never mind. <laughs> my game's usually about 1.30, <laughs> 2 o'clock. 2.30, well, 2.30 by time. 2.30 by time. Yeah. Time so, bacon uh, to make. Bacon to make. I'll probably have, I'll be having some leftover uh, ham. Well, I'm having that for dinner anyway today, but tomorrow I'll probably have that as well. So, nice. Not nothing wrong with the leftover Christmas ham. That's actually good stuff. Well, I know. We're well, going to cook a ham for New Year's Eve, I think. Once I get off work. Once I get off work. I don't know what we're doing for. Well, I don't know what we're doing for New Year's Day. So, be interesting. I don't know. I'm just rambling here. College football. College um, football. Yeah, I'll be watching that. I just don't know what I'm going to be eating while watching it. Oh. So. Yeah, some Tostitos yeah, and dip. Tostitos and Watch dip. Watch Alabama beat Watch on, Alabama on beat on Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Poor Notre Dame. <laughs> I mean, can we I just mean, give Alabama we just and give Clemson, Alabama and Clemson the, the ticket? Here we go. Here we go. I, now there's okay. Now there's the thing. I'm not so sure if Ohio State's going to be that easy of a pushover. I know I didn't like that they got in, but. The way the way their running game was, that if if Clemson cannot stop that, they could be in trouble. I agree with you that I think Alabama's going to win that game. I think they're a seventeen point favorite right now. Let me let me check the spread real quick. Uh, what the odds makers have them as, but I don't see I. Ohio State's going to give Clemson a run for their money. And I think with the game they had last year, which was a phenomenal game, you know, I'm not so sure if that's going to be a runaway game. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to... Dang it. thought there was a... Oh, here we go. Okay, so right now, Alabama... Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Alabama is a 19.5-point favorite right now. 
over Notre Dame. 19 and a half. 19 and a half. Clemson is 7 and a half. See, I would bet, I'll be honest, if I did bet, I bet against the spread on Clemson. So, oh, we'll just have to wait and see what happens, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, on that note, I think that's going to wrap it up for the show and, well, for the year, basically. We are done. This is our last show of the year. Um, 2020 will be coming back for the playoff preview. Yes. Yes. Um, just to do a quick plug, you can fo- join the Facebook group, the JC and Bill Sportscast. Type that in. You're right there. And if you can't find it, it's okay. I put the link in the description of each and every episode so you guys can highlight the link, place it in your little search bar thingy ma and click there. Yeah. Yeah. So next time when we come back, we'll talk NFL playoffs. Coaching vacancies, maybe coaching hirings, and probably get ready for hockey as well because that'll be real close by that time. So, so on that note, everybody, thank you for listening in to our show. Uh, I know this has been a difficult year for everyone. I hope we have been able to give you a bit of entertainment along the way uh, during this year. And uh, come back next year for another year, another fun year of the JC and Bill Sportscast. Have a safe, happy holidays and happy New Year's, and we'll talk to you in 2021. You betcha. You betcha. You guys, you all guys, my Canadian friends out there, Canadian friends out enjoy there. it. I know we're enjoy locked it. down. I know we're locked down. But we're here for you. We're here, we're here for, for all American we're friends. We're here for all American friends. And I'll put this out before, we leave. This out before we leave. If you ever need someone to talk to, I'm here. Bill's here. We're always available. We're always available. Yes. Get a little rough. You know. We want to see you guys in 2021. Mm-hmm. So, stay safe. We love you all. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. Happy New Year's. And we'll get through this. And then we're going to talk hard for sports. Fans in the stands. Fans in the stands. And one more time. Bill has to squat. Bill has to squat. Hold on. Let me get some water real quick. Can't believe this is how we're going to go out on the year. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Bye, everybody.